Hey, you're listening to the Busy Biz Podcast, and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. I built my five-figure business right out of college, and all while working a nine-to-five job. And I'm still doing both, at least for now. It's time to build the business of your dreams, and we're going to do it together. If you're ready to build a business while balancing a nine-to-five, turn up the volume and let's do the work. Hey, welcome back. Now, listen, I'm going to need you to get your pen, your paper, something to write on. It's going to be one of those episodes. But don't worry if you don't get everything. I've created a cheat sheet for you to download or print, and it'll have everything that we're going to cover in this episode. All you have to do is go to thebusybiz.com slash episode two, and you'll be able to download that cheat sheet. I want to make sure that you're getting all of it. And I know sometimes you may be listening in the car or while you're running. And so I want to provide that cheat sheet for you to be able to kind of review everything that we discussed. All right. So over the past three years, I've learned a lot about what not to do in business. And, you know, what good would that be to keep all of those lessons to myself? So today I'm going to share with you three steps that you must take before spending a cent on your business. Yep, we're going back to the basics. You may be an experienced business owner and don't worry, I have gyms for you too. I think that no matter where we are in our business journey, it's always good to review the fundamentals. And for those who are just starting on this journey with me, I'm going to warn you, once you get started in, you know, having a business or researching and just this business creation and optimization journey, you're going to get the shiny object syndrome at some point. I think that pretty much all of us do. There's going to be courses, templates, services that are going to market that they'll make your life easier. And you know, they may, but you can't do everything and you can't make money if you're spending it all on learning how to make money. You know, there is a ton you should do before spending money on your business. And I really wanted to talk about that today because Debt-free living is something that's near and dear to me um, because I know that it's possible. I know that it's hard out there, student loans and, you know, car payment, house payment, all of those things. Um, but I think that when it comes to our business, it's really important to build it debt-free because we have so many other personal things going on. We don't want our business to be the cause of strain. So step one, research, research, research. Can I say it again? Research. All right. So there's a couple of things that go under that research. I'm not just saying, you know, go on the Internet and just search, you know, like be very calculated about this. So the first thing you need to do is actually validate your idea. You want to see, is there exist this an existing business? Is this something new? Is what is out there in the industry and kind of seeing who are the existing competitors and also evaluating what is your skill set when it comes to whatever your idea is, as well as what do you have a passion for it, right? So those two are really important because I don't think that you always need to have necessarily a direct skill set with what you do. I know tons of people who, you know, own a business and they don't know how to do what they, you know, what their business is, but they know the back end of the business. So you really want to, you know, really look at your skill set and say, how will I be able to contribute to my business? And also, 
evaluating your skill set allows you to know who you need to bring on. Do you need to get help from someone? Do you need to hire on part-time staff, a virtual assistant, someone who specializes in it? Um, I know someone who actually owns one of those um I guess duplexes or I don't know the, those buildings that have a bunch of hairstylists in it, right? They don't know how to do hair. They're not a hairstylist. They've never gone to beauty school, but they know the business. They know the, um, you know, property ownership and they know how to lease out spaces. And so they were able to break into that market without having a direct knowledge of how to do hair. So that's just one example. Um, I also think that it's really important. I know I talked about this earlier is to really look at your competitors, not because you want to copy, but you you want to see what their offerings are. Um, you want to basically evaluate, am I going to be offering something different than what's out there? Product differentiation is huge, especially when you're a new business owner, because you want to make sure that what you're offering is different from what is already out there right? You know, Apple sells phones, but also so does Samsung, but they are totally different and people go to them for different reasons. All right. So you also want to make sure that you're educating yourself and researching the industry that you're in. It's really important to do this because you want to make sure that you're not um, unknowingly recreating the will. Like most of the time, the work has already been done. It's up to us to use Google University, YouTube University, and all the free things that are out there to make sure that we're not creating more work for ourselves. It helps you avoid some of the mistakes. Um, and there are also great podcasts out there that are very niche and specific to your industry. So you can also use other podcasts um, as a tool and a place that you can research as well. Researching your industry also helps you with pricing. You want to make sure that um, you're aware of what's out there. I'm not saying that it should impact um, what you price as, but you do still want to be aware of what is the price range and how does that work in your industry? So I know that was a lot, but just to review for step one, you want to make sure you're validating your idea. You want to make sure that you're researching your customer base and seeing what is out there and pricing and what language are other competitors using. And that also goes with um, competitive research as well. Um, and then the last thing you want to make sure that you're doing under this research is researching your industry and kind of educating yourself on what is out there as well. So step number two is budget, budget, budget. Can I say it again? Budget. <laughs> All right. So you want to make sure that you know what you're willing to spend on your business up front. Um, I know that there are a lot of people out there that say you can start a business without, you know, actually putting up money. And in some ways that's true, but it on the other hand, it's not necessarily true for everyone. For instance, if you are considering doing a business that is not under your legal name, you need to get a DBA or a trade name. You need to register that. And that process is going to cost you money. So when you're actually calculating your budget and saying, you know what, how much am I willing to invest in this business idea after I validate it, I know that there's a market for it. What am I willing to put in my own money for it? And when you're kind of considering that, some of the things that you need to consider when it when it comes to calculating that number is, of course, registering your trade name if you're not doing business under your own name, website creation and hosting. 
people have to have a place to actually buy your service or your product, right? So you need to think about website creation and hosting. Another thing you need to consider is an accounting service. You might not need this at the very beginning, but at the end of the year, when it comes time for accounting and taxes and filing, you really want to consider getting someone professional. Like when I first got into business, even before I was technically a business, it was just a side hustle. I got an accountant because business taxes are a little bit different and they function differently than when you're in a nine to five and you, your taxes are automatically being taken out. And also depending on the amount of revenue that you're coming in, what your designation as a business is, that can get really tricky when it comes to um, taxes, right? So you want to consider, do I need an accountant? Would this be the best for my business? How do I want to start this thing off? Because you may not have to spend the money on the front end, but on the, on the back end towards the third, fourth quarter of the year, you need to start considering that. All right. Another thing that is really important to consider when you're budgeting what you're going to put into your business is lawyer fees. Y'all, you want to make sure that your business is legal in all different types of aspects. Um, So this could look like a terms of service, a privacy policy, um, contractor agreements, service agreements. You want to make sure that you are operating your business legally. And you also want to make sure that you're protected legally Um, because I've seen some very sketchy situations to where legally someone wasn't protected. And so they ended up having to spend a lot of money on the back end of an issue by hiring a lawyer. So it kind of helps when, um, when you're making a budget to consider these things. And that's not an entire list, but those are just some of the things that you want to consider when you are creating a budget of what you want to put in. Because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're financially ready to commit to this idea. I think it's a really sad story when people go into business not realizing that it does take money up front to build certain businesses and they end up, you know, the business ends up closing because of financial issues. So I want you to go in prepared and knowing that if there is a strong possibility that you're going to have to put money up um, in the beginning. So the third and last step that we're going to go over today is set goals and create an action plan. Okay, so this is probably one of my most least favorite things of business ownership and business creation and optimizations. I personally don't like setting goals because you got to actually really sit down, analyze everything and think. And it's not the funnest thing, but it is one of the most strategic things that you can do for your business. It's one of those things that you're going to hate, but you're going to love yourself after you do it. Um So how you can set goals, and I think that there are different ways, but I personally like SMART goals. Um, And I think that SMART goals really help and allow you to see goal planning in a different way. It's not just, oh, I want to make a million dollars because that's a nice number. And I really feel like I should, that's a goal. Like SMART goals, for those who don't know, SMART is an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. Um, And remember, I'm going to include this on the checklist. So don't um, worry about getting every single thing down. And I really think that SMART goals help you 
Um, be really realistic when it comes to your goal setting and goal planning, um, because you don't want to set something that's unrealistic, especially when you're juggling maybe a nine to five or you're juggling motherhood or anything else in life. You want to make sure that you're being realistic with yourself. Um, and also, I think goal planning is important because um, it helps us see that we're making progress. And it also ensures that we're uh, making progress in our business. And with each of those goals, you want to make sure that you're creating an action plan around those goals. Because if you have a goal, you know the goal, but how are you going to get there? I think having intermediate steps and um you know, benchmarks will help you along that goal process. And it'll make it seem more, um, I guess, reasonable. And it will make it seem like you can actually do it. It's realistic for me actually to meet this goal. And I think it also helps us determine what's the work that I really need to put in this goal. Um, and then along the lines, um, I think that it's really important to have someone who's accountable that we're accountable to because it helps us with these goals. I personally have a small group of business friends and we have a Facebook group and we're, we say, all right, this is the thing that I'm doing and this is the goal that I have. And I need you guys to stay accountable or help me stay accountable. And they really honestly do. They're like, Hey girl, um, what's the status on this? How did you do this week? Are you progressing? And it really just ensures that you're continuing um, along the journey. And it also makes the journey not easier, but it helps you because you know that you have a group of people that you can go to, bounce ideas off of, vent to. And it it just makes it uh, the journey a little bit easier to bear. Now, I want to hear from you. What ideas do you have? What are you going to validate? And let me know what action plans you're going to take and your goals. I want to hear from you. So all you have to do is go to our Instagram page at the busy biz underscore and leave a comment. DM us just I really want to interact and help you guys along this journey of your business creation and really be someone that you can lean on to vent to and to share and to really develop your business in the best way possible. All right, don't forget that you will be able to get a cheat sheet of this week's episode at thebusybiz.com slash episode two. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, head on over to iTunes, leave a review, rate, comment. And then once you do that, let us know and we will give you a shout out right here on our show. Guys, it's always a pleasure. It's time to build the business of your dreams. Let's get to work.